too many bears, a lot of sports. You're listening to Pass the Mic with Nucci, Quasi, and Step Boy. Hello and welcome to episode 47 of Pass the Mic. It's March 28th, 2018. Alright, we got a great episode. We got a special guest on to talk Final special Four. Special guest! Yeah, special guest, yeah. <laughs> to talk Final Four. Um... Uh, We'll jump into HVAC's Hot Topics, but without HVAC this week, HVAC yes. is... Uh, yes. This year, this time, hosted by Digits. Yeah, hosted by Digits. Like, he's somewhere uh, in an airplane, like, traveling to San Diego right now, somewhere yes. in the West Coast. Yes, he's probably uh, over Utah at the moment. So. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, we'll finally, like, wrap it up with some onions and ratings, as we usually do. But, like, uh, why don't we get started with our special guest right now, introduce our special guest. Point guard out of Kent State in 2002, he led them to the Elite Eight along with his teammate Antonio Gates. He played 12 years professionally in Europe, and he is currently running basketball leagues throughout the Chicagoland area. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, Trevor Huffman. Quick plug-in about like uh, about hoops link and basketball for kids. Okay. I actually I even heard of basketball for kids. School. So yeah, you're you're, run, you're running a class basically uh, doing this, where you're training people with the kind of pro style training that you you know receive. Yeah, I mean it's kind of like a combination of, of a lot of my you know just everything I've, people have put me through. So yeah, it's a class for adults. It's basically an on-court group fitness class that we've turned into um, you know certain exercises and drills. I mean, Prof can talk about it. He's he's been coming to them, yeah. but. You know, so when when do you do this? For me, I, I, 
I would rather shoot and run around talking trash to my, you know, kind of like the community of basketball players yep. and stay in shape than go to the gym by myself. That's just, that's, you know. A hundred percent. The the gym is boring as hell. <laughs> yeah, it sucks. I go there. Well, and the I'm, only reason I'm I'm I would go to the gym is to see yoga pants. <laughs> yes. Which brings us to our most popular section, yoga pants. Wait, I, I got a question. Um, um, uh, what would you grade Fraws in the in the class? What, uh, what, what do you, what do you give them? We 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 like to call them digits on the show. I'm just curious. You got a number out of ten? One out of ten? What you give? Uh, what you give them? Uh, what I give Fraz? Yeah. So, like, I've been trying to, like, categorize some of our basketball players coming in. And Price is probably, let's say we have a five-star recruit. Price, Price is like, a, he's moving up to, like, a three-star right now. <laughs> three, three yeah, star. I like it, man. Three-star. Three that, that's, that's pretty good. And the only reason I'm giving him three stars is because his, his fitness isn't very great, but he, can, he loves to shoot. So he <laughs> to the occasion, and all the shooting drills tries to hit all the game winners so that, you know, the three girls that take the class they're all falling in love. They're all so <laughs> so he, he's he's kind of like the Robert Ory of your class. <laughs> he's the Robert Ory. <laughs> just shoots, just tries to shoot the game winner all the time. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, that's uh, great. That's a great comparison. I couldn't think of anything better for process game than Robert Ory. <laughs> so what's this other thing that you had going on? Basketball for kids? Like I hadn't heard of that. Yes, well, that one, that's what I'm actually meeting with Erica about. So I kind of joined up with Erica Prosser, yep. played overseas. She, um, she was, I think she was the old, like, one of the all-time, she's, like, either first or second at Lehigh's uh, scoring list at, Le uh, at Patriot League. Who knows what that league's about? But she, she is really good with kids. So we kind of started this idea. It's like a basketball karate class based on leadership. It's really weird. So what, what I've seen with kids is that kids don't really listen that well anymore, and there's no discipline. There's no tough love. You know, there's no, like, parents just let them. I don't know what parents are doing anymore. Like, when I was a kid, like, you, you listen to the coach, or you had to do, like, suicides, or you had to do, you know, something oh, yeah. that Suicides all day. Stopped, right? Yep. So I kind of created a leadership learning learning system where you give them points based on how well they're listening and learning and, and leading the other uh, the other kids and they get points for being there for attendance and then and then they get wristbands colored wristbands for their level so you started the white wristband like cross would be a white wristband to start like, oh, <laughs> I don't listen too well it comes in, <laughs> you give them the white wristband and then you we basically have a curriculum where they get points based on skill development and then also for attendance and, and, and uh, listening and learning. So kids love it. They, you know, they're, we're just really kind of getting started on that. It's a pretty small. We probably only have like 30, 30 kids that have signed up. Where do you do this? Our seasons. Where is this but at? We haven't, done any, we haven't done any marketing. So, you know, it's, I'd say that's off to a pretty good start. Nice. So where, where do you actually do this? I'm sorry, did you say that already? We have a couple different gyms. You know, our, our website is basketballkidschicago.com. Cool. And um, we have a, a we, we do it at Drucker Center, Monotomy Center, and then at Mercy Hall. Okay. And what's the age range? I mean, uh, what, is it like 7 through 15 or like younger than uh, that? Kindergarten, basically pre-K 
pre-K to uh, high schoolers. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. So Quasi has a pre-K so. kid almost. Like he might have <laughs> oh, been man. sending his kid your way. <laughs> yeah. No. I'm a, I, I, I want to join the seventh grade team. We do pre-K, um, pre-K to uh, first grade on Fridays, and then same thing on Sundays. We do pre-K to all the way up to high school, but we just break up the sessions and have different coaches. I mean, we have a Big Ten coach, you know, Tara Cross, you yep. know, played at Wisconsin. We have uh, Kristen Heidloff played at Georgetown. Yep. Like, I'm just shaking my head. We have some, some of the most overqualified coaches for pre-K kids I've ever, it's like embarrassing. I'm like, yeah, no, you guys are going to be working with actually kids that can't dribble yet. So, <laughs> have fun with that. Hey, I think, I think you guys should stick with all these kids, you know, throughout high school and just make them the best basketball players of all time. Yeah, that's it, that's the goal is just to, you know, to turn Frost into a superstar just like the, the kids I work with, you know? Yep. <laughs> it's too late for that, man. <laughs> nah. Every every day is a new day. We'll we'll jump into some uh, some talk about the, the tournament here. Um, and for our listeners who don't know... Yeah. Um, you actually, you played on Kent State. You were in the tournament at one time. Elite Eight. In the Elite Eight. Yep. Yep. And uh, who who knocked in, and uh, who actually knocked you guys off in the Elite Eight? The Elite Eight was Indiana. They they had they broke NCAA record that game. Of course, they had nine, I think eight or nine threes in a row before they missed. Oh. Um, we lost by like seven. Okay. Close, I mean, it wasn't a close game, but we were, you know, we were within striking distance, and psychologically, I think they they had we had played them the year before in the NCAA tournament. We had beat them in the first round, and that's kind of when we got on the uh, on the radar for mid majors, and um, you know, it was just psychologically they were just red fired up to, to beat us and. And there was yeah. some trash talking because one of the players from um, from in, you know from Indiana was Dane Fife, who was Mr. Basketball. Yep. Mr. Basketball in, in the state of Michigan. So you know, obviously there was like a lot of fiery competition between me and him because I was you know basically always been snubbed as like a, a terrible short white point guard, I guess, in the state <laughs> of Michigan. So it was like I I was really hungry to try to prove how, how that I'm the Robert Ory of the Mac. There you go. <laughs> and, uh, there you go. Can, can you give me an example? So, I, I always wanted to know, like, when you're in an intense game, you're like, you're in the Elite Eight tournament, you're in a game, what is the trash talk? Like, give, give, can you give me an example of, like, do you remember what did you say? Like, what yeah. was going back and forth? You know, I wasn't much of a, to be honest with you, I was like, I, I, was, I was pretty quiet, but like my two teammates, Andrew and Dimitri, they were kind of, they were rough. Like they were inner city guys. Um, they would like purposely wait to, to like wait in the hallway before, you know, like kind of how the teams kind of just hang out in, in the tunnel. Yeah. And, you know, they would just essentially wait and like almost like physically confront the other team. Like, I've heard many stories of, like, I didn't hear it until, like, after, you know, like, years later. They're like, oh, you didn't know they did that? I was like, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> so they, like, what you, like, they would just, like, stare a guy down and walk at him and then just, like, basically, like, yeah, we're going to fight right now. Fist, fist, fist. Let's go fist the cuffs. <laughs> and, 
And it was just kind of like a psychological game that they would play. If I had done that, if they had done that to me, you know, I probably would have just been like, listen, I'm going to wrestle. I don't like to throw punches. I'm kind of a pacifist. <laughs> We're going to take this to the ground. Like, I'm going to take you to the ground. I'm more of a grappler. <laughs> uh, oh, man. So I can't, I can't really imagine. Game, I mean, during the game, like the Elite Eight game, I mean, it was like 30,000 people. You can't hear shit. You can't hear your coaches. You know, you can barely hear them in a timeout. So, I mean, like, once you get onto the court, it's just a, it's a whirlwind of, of sound and fury. I mean, you really are just trying to focus on their sets and, like, get their patterns down and try to figure out what's coming next. But That's unbelievable you played in that kind of crowd. I, I played, sometimes I play in a Wednesday night basketball league, and there was, like, 20 people in the stands and I was like oh my god it is crowded tonight it's loud in there right it gets really loud crowd dude I mean I could hear them laughing at me missing a layup but well, you gotta come to a hoop swing class what I do hell? I do I'm, I'm gonna come I, 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 I've told him about it and uh, he, he claims he's is, is busy at work I don't I, know I, I do have a job other yeah. than this actually <laughs> But I definitely want to get in there. We're hoping to make this a full-time gig so he can start attending Hoops Link. Yeah, well, you know, we'll, we'll give you a discount since, since you let me plug it so much. But I, <laughs> I don't know how many, you guys have, like, how many listeners do we have on this podcast? Like, like two and a half million. <laughs> two and a half to ten. Yeah, two and a half to ten. No, on average, well, we get about seventy-five to a hundred listeners. Yeah, when so uh, when uh, Coach Carter's on, uh, we got a little over a hundred. So uh, we're That's hoping huge. that you'll, you'll be able to beat that number. Yeah, yeah, we'll tag you on uh, on <laughs> Twitter or whatever, so you can like retweet us. I'll I'll retweet you guys. I'll I'll retweet you. I I just started writing on Medium too, so like I'll I'll I'll, I'll write a story about your podcast. All right, yeah, right. Awesome. <laughs> there we go. All right. Uh, how about coming to this uh, Final Four? Obviously, there's a Chicago team in there. Uh, last time I talked to you, you said you hadn't really watched him play. Did you Did you get a chance to watch him play last weekend? I did. Okay. I did. I mean, now that they're playing Michigan. So, interesting story um, was for Hoops Rank stuff, I had gone. One of my ex-teammates overseas played, uh, played with me in Belgium. He's now the assistant coach at the University of Michigan. And um, so I... I called him and said, you know, I, I want to bring uh, one of my buddies in Michigan who's a high school coach. He wants to come down and, like, sit in and watch your practices. And so he's like, yeah, sure, look, we'll set it up. So all the coaching staff and my buddies from Michigan, we all meet in Ann Arbor. And uh, Beeline's like, no, the only, guy that can, the only guy that can, like, hang out in our coaches' meetings is, is your buddy Trevor. And so I'm like, oh, sweet. So I'm, I'm like, in coach, you know, in, in, the, in the office, going over their practice plans, their skill development workouts, I mean, it's meticulous, and I'm like, holy shit, this is crazy, and, uh, like, Beeline walks up to me, and he's like, if, if you had, if I had been coaching at Michigan, you'd have never made it out of the state, and I was like, <laughs> the best day of my life, um, and so, like, just, just watching how they prepare, and, like, how meticulous they are about know about how they approach the game and, and the style of play and then, and then going to and then watching Loyola play I'm like this is, this is it's, a, it's a very similar style of basketball very very high, highly skilled highly compatible players that you know you know get each other open with a lot of pick and rolls and yep. it'll be interesting to see how they're um, I think Loyola's big man that matchup with Wagner like how, how does that yeah. 
how does that matchup work? Well, I, that, I just don't that, see it that's my biggest Loyola's concern. Favorite. We're all we're all pretty much rooting for Loyola here, obviously, albeit from Chicago. Uh, but that, I yeah. mean, that's my that's always been my biggest concern throughout the the tournament. They they've done a really good job of passing the ball. They play very good defense. Um, I just get worried when they're going to start playing some of these bigger teams that 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 they'll be physically outmatched. That I think maybe Michigan and some of these other teams are going to be just physically more yeah. dominant than than they are because we got a couple average sized white dudes on Loyola, you know. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. they they they, uh, they play a good game it's though. Like, yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah, that's that's a really good. I mean, you know, every 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 game you're going up, like the last game. Yeah, who, who did they play? They just beat um, Kansas State. Kansas State. Uh, Kansas State. Like when I saw that team, I was like, okay, it looks, you know, pretty much they're playing small ball, but the chemistry of Loyola's small ball was, was so much more efficient than than K State's. Like it. And I didn't see the games before that, but yeah. Michigan has really, really locked down guards. And, and I don't think Wagner's that great of a defender, but I do think their guards are very good defenders. And I love Loyola's big man and, and the pace and the, of the, kind of his decision-making, how quick he makes decisions for those guards or he gets the ball. He, he's kind of like a... I call him dynamic. People are like, he's not dynamic, he can't jump. I'm like, well, dynamic <laughs> to me is like he can pass, shoot, roll. You know, he's got, he's got like Aretas Sabonis post moves. Like, uh, wow, that's a great stuff. comparison like, right there. Yeah. <laughs> he's a freshman, too. Crazy. Well, I know. He's just a... to play basketball. Did he go to Hoops League? Sorry, that was too much. <laughs> <laughs> he went, we can, we'll plug it for him. He uh, went to Hoops League. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to just start plugging. Like, every good college player that's ever played in the NCAA tournament started at Hoops League, guys, just let you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. A- absolutely. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, like, what do you think, Loyola or Michigan, then? Like, I, obviously, they both play a very similar style of play, but yeah. Michigan has, like, better athletes, obviously, so... I mean, it seems like Michigan is going to win, right? How, how's he not going to pick yeah, Michigan? I, he just said he was in. Yeah, the I know, I know, I know, but he's, he, he lives in Chicago now. No, so. no, no, no. no. What we, what we need to know. Win. Huh? I think Loyola can win if, you know, if they find a way to match up with Wagner. I don't know who that is. I don't know who Loyola has on their roster that can kind of be like a, you know, close out on a Wagner and, and still, still be effective. Because I really like. Loyalist big guy in the game. Like, I even thought against K-State, you guys can attest to this. Like, when he went out of the games, it just seemed like they lost their offensive slow. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I say keep an eye out and for I, my guy, Andre Jackson. I think he's going to take him out. I uh, think, no. I think, uh... Sorry, what'd you say, Fox? I say keep an eye out for my guy, Andre Jackson on Loyola. He's, like, a oh. undersized power forward. I think, I think he'll match up against Wagner and, like, beat him out. Uh-huh. Yeah. He, he met this guy once. That's yeah, why I did. That's, that's why, why I he's my guy. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only reason he's pushing him. Uh, you, know, uh, you know what would really help is if uh, you have any insider information from that meeting in that office with Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what do you, I'll, pa- what I'll you pass it along to I mean, Sister G. Insider info is, I mean, it's very, it's highly paid, you know, I'm a, I'm a, Highly, I got, I got a, I got a line to Sister Jean herself, who actually runs the team. <laughs> yeah, she's all, I, Sister Jean. I mean, how can you not root for them? 
Yeah. Like, it really, to me, honestly, like, if Loyola wins, I, it's a win-win. Like, I'm a mid-major guy, uh, mo, you know, I was close, one game away from the Final Four. If Loyola makes it, I'm, I'm still smiling at the end of the day going, wow, these guys, I hope they win it. it it'll be a great story, and on top of it, I'll win $1,000, too. So that will <laughs> <laughs> really... Perfect. Uh, really you, you can finally afford to come to Hoops Lane. Yeah, I can. Is that, is that the down payment? That's the down payment right there. All right. What about, like, Kansas Villanova, real quick? Oh, um, I'm like, I haven't really seen Villanova play too much, but I've seen Kansas play twice. I, what, you know, for me, I, I think Kansas is athleticism, and, and um, I don't know what Duke was, was thinking. Like, going, they played some kind of weird hybrid zone for a while against Kansas, and I was like, this is the worst zone I've ever seen. But um, going off of that game, I really like, I, I think Kansas' guards are, you know, they, they have really good leadership in the guard position. Obviously, they're big guys. I'm like, who are these guys? They're, they're just dunking, alley-oop dunking, you know, support, their elbows are at the rim. They were. They just so kept really going like, alley-oops. I like Kansas. I, okay. So Kansas and Michigan. Uh, but I, haven't seen, I haven't seen Villanova. What do you guys think about that matchup? Because that's gonna be tough. Vill Villanova's been playing. They're they're, they're firing on all cylinders. I they mean, look Brunson like, is like so good. They they yeah. look like honestly, they look like one of the, if not the strongest team in the tournament, pretty much the whole way through. Yeah. I thought. Um, but one one thing funny about Duke is uh, your friend Coach Carter. The last time he was on the episode, uh, we were asking about Duke and we asked him about Grayson Allen because he knows him. And uh, uh -huh. Co Coach Carter said, we're like, well, what do you think about him? He goes, he always misses the big shot. He'll, he'll, he'll choke uh -huh. on the big shot. And Grayson Allen, if you watch that Duke-Kansas yeah, game, had it. the last <laughs> shot in the regulation, and he missed it. Wow. That's a big call, Rick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's huge. That's I hope huge. nobody ever says that about me and when, like, when they're on a podcast. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, you got to give it to Robert Ori over here. Actually, has not. I don't know how many game winners Ross has hit at the class. Ross, have you been hitting it pretty consistently? Like when it's your turn to shine? I think so. I think I have been hitting it. Like I, I'm always under pressure. You know, I got like, I don't want to run those suicides or like do the planks or whatever. So I, I got to hit those game winning shots. So like. I, I yeah. personally don't want to do it, so I don't want to make any First of all, guys, when I, when, you, when I, like, every time I, you know, if you lose, like, a shooting game, you usually got to do, like, a minute of metabolic conditioning, like, a, or, like, a plank. Every time Prost does a prank, a plank, he, like, halfway through, he just lays down. And I'm like, <laughs> just rotate your, your hip, like, go to your other side. You can, you know, you can do it, Prost. He's like, man, I haven't been here in a month. And I'm like, okay, all right. <laughs> Oh man, that's, uh, that's I'll, let you, I'll let you ride. Yeah, all right. Uh, I think Nucci has like a quiz real quick that he wants to go through. You want? You're interested in participating? You get, how much time you got? Yeah, I got. I got a couple more. I got two minutes. Two minutes. All right, all right. All right. we're gonna do a, a fire round for the quiz here. <laughs> all right, this okay. is this is a final four quiz. Just yell out your name. It's so it's between you, Praz. Oh, I'm not, I am not. Oh, I you're am, in it. These no, you're easy. in it. You're in it. You're Quasi, in it. Come on. These are Wait, easy. I just yell out what? I just, just yell out an, uh, just a yell name. Out, just, 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 just yell, yell out your yell name. Yell out the answer. Yell out the answer. It'll be easier because he's 
Although I just got yelled his name. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, just. I don't just, want you. We don't want just, you yelling your name out in the middle of the street. Just, <laughs> just, just yell out. Just yell out anything. Um, yell out anything. Okay. Yell out anything, and we'll you'll chime in and, and you'll get it. I actually have punishment. We uh, we're actually having a few beverages here throughout the uh, podcast as we always do. And I actually bought punishment drinks as I always do here. Luckily, you won't have to have them. <laughs> but uh, for these two gentlemen, I have your flavor of buzz balls. <laughs> these things are these are shitty little mixed drinks in a, in a ball form uh, that I bought from the 7-Eleven across the street. One is uh, Tequila Rita, and the other is Peach Balls. I know Quasi likes the Peach Balls. <laughs> All right. I don't know what's happening right now. <laughs> you should have been here in person. <laughs> we told you, you just got to go with it. Um, all right. We ready? Yeah. All right, here we go. Yeah, I'm ready. Uh, what year was Sister Jean born? She's 90, uh, 98, so like 1919? 1919 is correct. All right, there you go. Oh, my God. Nine, look at <laughs> I'm that. good at math, man. He's good at math. <laughs> You should do a math thing. Whoever doesn't get the math thing right has to do a plank. <laughs> That's where Praz shines. Um, all right. Who was president during that time when Sister Jean was born? 1919. Taft? Taft is not right. Coolidge. Oh, I don't even know the president's name. Uh, Calvin Coolidge? Coolidge is incorrect. Coolidge. Wasn't he a president? Yeah, he yeah, was yeah. a president. You're right. Yes, he yeah, is yeah, incorrect. Yeah, yeah. Warren Hardy a president? Incorrect. Incorrect. Oh, shit. Hardy? You'd be drinking buzz balls right now <laughs> if you were here. 1919? 1919. Quasi? Eisenhower. Or D. Hardy. Ooh, close. It was Woodrow Wilson. Oh, okay. <laughs> Random. All right. Out of the 16 players listed on the Loyola roster, how many are actually from Illinois? Seven. Incorrect. Uh, ten. Wrong. No, it's probably like two. Trevor, you got a guess? Yeah, I said twelve. Twelve. Oh, twelve? You guys are all wrong. It's yeah. actually six. Oh. Oh, I was pretty close though. You got <laughs> Dante Ingram is from Simeon. Went to Simeon. Lucas Williamson went Whitney to Young. Whitney Young. Yeah. Uh, Jake Bauman went to Bloomington Central Catholic. Christian Negron was from Elgin, went to Larkin. Yep. Your, your big boy in the middle, the center, Cameron Kurtwig, is from Algonquin. Little known fact about Algonquin, they actually only have four streets, and two of them are named Algonquin. I know this because I've been stuck on the corner of Algonquin and Algonquin before. <laughs> uh, Nick Denardi is from Palos Park. All right. Any uh, more questions? Yep. All right. What is the lowest seed to ever win the NCAA championship? Seven? Seven is not right. Shit. I'm going to say 11. Nope. Five. Five is incorrect. It was the eighth seed. Who? Was Villanova in 1985 beat Georgetown. Uh, yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Who of the of the final four left in the tournament? Who has the cheapest out of state tuition? 
I will say uh, Kansas. No, they're all. Kansas is correct. All right, there you go. Kansas is. Another math question. Kansas tuition is only. Order some Indian food. Sorry about that. That's fine. Order Indian food. What are you getting? Which restaurant did you order from? Chicken masala. From where? There you go. Man, I don't know. You should be telling me where to order. I, I, I know. That's why I was making sure you're... Ra- Ranguli, man. You got to go to Ranguli. <laughs> that's it. You, you give me the spot. I love... That's one of my favorite cuisines. Is, is, uh, yeah. All right. I'll, I'll let you know tomorrow, all right? I'll, I'll give you a couple points tomorrow. So the, the cheapest tuition is Kansas with 25000 uh, Everybody else is around forty-five to 47000 oh, And okay. Villanova, Loyola... Or private schools too. Or in Michigan. Uh, no, this is out of the final four. Um, all right, so the last question. Who has the smallest student body out of the final four? Villanova? That is correct. It is right, Villanova with 10,700. Uh, Loyola is actually 16,000. 16, oh, 16? Yeah. All right. Nice. There you go. Nice I guess I won the quiz. There, there you go. go. You didn't have to drink all the buzz balls. I win the quiz and I win at uh, Hoops Link too all the time. So there you go. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, yeah, we got uh, I got one question for you. Uh, I know that you're uh, new to Chicago. Just one question to get you out on. Uh, what's your favorite place to eat? I know what it is, but yeah, you go ahead. Um, favorite place to eat, man. I'm I'm still new. Pretty new. Uh, I went to a steakhouse that had uh, this chocolate cream pie. It was unbelievable. I can't remember the name of it. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That is that is. Uh, in my opinion, that is the best steak place in Chicago. Oh well, good. I'm glad I'm in. I'm glad I did something right here. <laughs> <laughs> first, first try. I don't know if he told you. You know, we have uh, we have the podcast, but we also. Uh, have a uh, gentleman's steak quarterly where we try different uh, steak places <laughs> in Chicago every oh, uh, couple of months. Every three months we, every we go to different steak wow. joints. <laughs> well, it's been you like six months since we did the last. You guys, are, you guys are serious. Like, can I get in, in on that? Yes, you can. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you can get in. Next one, I'll let you know when it is. All right. All right. Yeah, it's a, it's, yeah, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a nice I'm way in. to you know try all this because you know you're not going to make the effort to go to a steak place all the time. You know, try yeah. new places. So this is just a nice way to force us to try all the different steaks in Chicago. It's a great idea. Yep. <laughs> uh, it's a great idea. Cool. All right. Thanks for joining, right, man. No, I, I got to run, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for joining. I'll see you tomorrow, Thank Trevor. As a loyal listener, where can I find PTM? On iTunes and SoundCloud. And now Google Play. Back to the show. All right, we're back with some HVACs Hot Topics. All right. All right, HVAC is not here, but, like, we'll still do it anyway. Hot Topic number one, Odell Beckham Jr. Where will he go? Yeah, I heard rumors Rams. Rams would be a good fit for him. I also heard Browns. Like Browns. Uh, Jarvis Landry is trying Listen, to recruit him there. Browns, we cannot 
joke about the Browns anymore. If they like Landry is trying to like recruit them. No, no, no. Hold on. We can joke about the Browns until they're not jokeable anymore. I don't know. I absolutely agree. They're bad news. You can sign all the stars in the world. I know him and Landry are best friends, butt buddies, and they want to be together. So you think if they don't sign him, they don't become legitimate? Not Super Bowl or any that kind of legit, but like you don't feel like. They no longer become the joke of the league. I mean, they do look stacked right now, especially wide receiver. Josh Gordon looked good at the end of the year, and they just signed Jarvis Landry, who's good. If they got Odell Beckham on top of that, they'd have the best receiving core. But the fact of the matter is, it's Browns coaching. It's a Browns quarterback. See, a, who's, who's the quarterback? It's Cleveland. It's, yeah, um, it's Cleveland. It's uh, uh, the old uh, Bill, the, the, the Bills. The Bills. Yeah. Um, Damn it, I can't remember his name. But yeah, it's the Bills, it's the Bills starting quarterback. Because for some reason Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod yeah, Taylor. For some reason Buffalo had no faith in Tyrod Taylor. And, dude. And put up a dude that clearly couldn't be quarterback, but that's another issue. I think uh So OGB like, the Rams. I think okay. he goes to the Rams. First of all, also Odell Beckham Jr., that dude is a superstar. He wants to be a movie star, he wants to be a celebrity. You don't go to fucking Cleveland. He's coming from New York. He so can go to LA. He's going to LA. Right. He's gonna be he, that dude belongs in LA. If I've ever seen a guy that belongs in LA, it's Odell Beckham Jr. All right, and they're, move? they're a good team, about. and they're getting stacked up all over the place. Oh, they are. I think that's why he goes to LA. I mean, if I was him, I'd want to. That team, I think, if they can land him, I think I would. I would put them as just an interesting like uh, sidebar. How can they land him though? They're they got. How can they just get everybody? I don't know. I mean, they have probably have draft picks they can give away somehow. How do they have draft picks? They made the playoffs. And like, no, o- la- plus like, here's the thing: like, Odell Beckham has like this like leverage on the Giants. He's like, if you don't offer me a contract, I'm not coming back. So, well, that's all fine, well, so and good. That's all bad, fine, like, well, and good. But you know, like Odell Beckham wants to be. You know, when if he leaves, he wants to be highly paid. So like, the, like the I mean, highest. The Giants are not. I'm not gonna pay you. He's not coming back. They're like, let's just get something back for him. So which means like picks to uh, uh, train to St. Louis wait, for wait. some picks back. Any chance he comes to the Bears? Any chance the Bears have I the, the doubt picks? It. I like doubt a, it. I doubt. I think the Bears, think the Bears have especially the, like if with. You, if you could so get, we didn't talk about it the last recording. We have Allen Robinson. Now, and yeah, we have like uh, Allen Robinson, great signing. Yeah, Gabriel. Taylor Gabriel, okay. So like with, good with those piece. guys, like we also I don't got think a good no. tight end. He's what, what pick do we have this year? What uh, seventh or eighth, I think. You think if we throw like no, a first I don't and think. a third to the Giants, would you it, would you want him? Would you I don't want think the Bears for a first and third? Would I throw a first and third pick for Odell or, Beckham? Or like a first and Absol- absolutely. Okay, here's the interesting sidebar that uh, we talked about like uh, about half an hour ago. Would you rather have ODB or uh, Cal, uh, Julio Jones? Julio Jones. Because Julio Jones is also – here's the thing about Julio Jones. Who would you rather have? I personally would prefer ODB. Oh. I don't know. I think I'd rather have Julio Jones. He's a bigger target. He's, he's less fast. of a head case. Here, he's a less of a head case. Here's the other thing. Yeah, he, the, he's he's, he's out at the end of his contract, so there's no guaranteed money to this dude. So whatever that you sign Julio Jones for is what you get him for. There's no guaranteed – Money to him. The thing with Julio Jones is like win now, like win this year. Win now, win this year. He he needs to win, but obviously we're not quite there. Yeah. But also yeah, that's why I wonder if you don't go Beckham then because he young, he's younger, right? He's, he's younger, young. but but prize is right or digits, excuse me, is right because you know what? 
Odell Beckham, while we are a good big market, if we were doing well, like, you know, if we're the Cubs, uh, you know, uh, he would be totally fine being a celebrity here yeah, in Chicago. Yeah, I could see him but being like upset. but like if we suck, you know You think he'll just say, he's just gonna be a head case. Yeah. He's gonna be he's gonna be a head case just like he was in New York. Like And he'll be gone a year or two anyway. He'll be gone right? in a year yeah. or two. I think uh especially with a young quarterback like Trubisky too, thrown to a bigger target has yeah. gotta help. And Julio Jones is a big dude. Other f- interesting free agent out on the market everyone forgets about. Calvin Johnson. <laughs> I don't think he's coming. I don't think people forget. Calvin about Johnson is still out he's there. He's not coming back. He's still out he's there. He's not coming back. Let's uh, let's give Calvin Johnson a go. He's Why not coming not? back. Okay. If in my opinion, he's like if, very center. He's not wait, coming back. In my opinion, if Calvin Johnson comes back, I yes, I would sign him for for a, a team friendly contract without a doubt. See if he still got to any. First of all, don't forget he's still under contract with Detroit. Okay, then I would throw him, you know, a second or third round pick, and then I I don't know what Detroit would want, but maybe I'd throw him something small and see. I mean, I what, what about Devonte Adams from Green Bay? He's out there as well, I believe. I'll take him. Would you? Is this a guy that uh, was knocked out by a Bears player? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, I, Trevathan. I, Trevathan, yeah. So with uh, just a quick, you know, we could spend a minute on it. With the signings that the Bears are doing, excited for this year? Like, are you, are you looking? How how much are you looking? If you had to give a scale I'm, of I'm, one to ten, <laughs> ten being you are just like completely pumped. I am a seven. Okay. I am overly optimistic as always because I'm a Bears fan. Yes. I really like the Allen Robinson signing at wide right. receiver. I also now more appreciate Taylor Gabriel knowing that we also have Allen Robinson as the oh, main yeah, guy. Yeah, I think Taylor Gabriel Plus is Cameron a, Meredith is still coming back. Cameron Meredith is coming back. I also like the, the, the tight end that we got, Trey Burton from Philly. Yep. Oh, that yeah. dude's a talent. The only reason why he wasn't getting more tick was because he's behind Zach Ertz. Okay. So he's a very good receiver. So now we got a good receiving tight end. We got two new good receivers that we needed. We got possibly Cameron Meredith coming back. Uh, the, the the biggest question is is with our new coach, how does Jordan Howard work in the system? Because he's a downhill runner, yeah. and uh, Nagy likes the Kansas City system of like the dump off. Gotcha. So uh, we'll see about that. But I'm ex- excited overall. You think the draft will increase or lower that number? Just out of curiosity. You're, you're at I'm hoping now. that I'm hoping that it increases. It could be could be same. It's probably going to be the same. Honestly, in the draft, I hope that uh, because most teams go heavy on overpaying and overdrafting quarterbacks early, I hope that we get some of these really good defenders that are out there. Uh, There's there's a couple guys out there at cornerback, a couple guys at uh, linebacker, again, that that we could draft that are very strong. I wouldn't wouldn't mind at all, given our offseason signings, if we – drafted on defense first round oh, okay makes sense makes sense all right uh cool. i'm i'm not as optimistic i'm like i'm like <laughs> i'm a num- i'm a six you know not too far behind yeah, yeah. i'm yeah, still yeah. like in the optimistic side of the scale basically but not as optimistic but, well, uh, well here's the other thing that we got to start i prefer like about. offensive line honestly like like yeah the draft. yeah yeah i, I think i rather you want to draft for our first pick offensive no, line no but, you know uh, but maybe. No, maybe not first maybe, maybe not first but like i want to shore up an offensive line yeah because i think I that is like our weakest I don't. I don't mind going second. Here's the other thing that we got to think about now: NFC North is not a cake-ass division anymore. 
Look at the quarterbacks in the NFC North. So, yeah. Kirk Cousins is on fucking Did he Vikings. Kirk, no, I think he's already there. Okay, Kirk Cousins okay, is I Kirk Cousins on the Vikings. Yeah. yeah, Kirk Cousins on the Vikings. You got uh, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, Rogers, obviously, yeah. and then Matthew, Matthew Stafford is yeah, no so, schlub yeah. either. Yep. Uh, I mean, and then we got Trubiskets. You know, yeah. I mean. I mean, we like him, but he's the worst quarterback uh, in the league. I, I like him. <laughs> I mean, the division. Yeah. What oh, are what oh, do, what yeah. do you guys think? Stacked what fucking you, division. Uh, where what are the chances that the Bears are not in last place in the NFC at the end of this year? Uh, it's like very low chances. So no, no, I think I think I think they still have I think much. it depends upon how deep. I think if Detroit, I don't know, I don't know. I think Green Bay and Detroit could have off years. I think I don't think so. I think they could. I think I, they could. I, I agree. Think, I agree. I agree with think, here's what the other thing. I think adding Kirk Cousins puts a lot of pressure on Minnesota to go, right? It was like last Yeah, but that doesn't mean they finished finish in last place though. I know, but I No, think no, they're not finished in last place. No, but I think you know, the other people, is, I, I'm just saying I agree with Quasi that Detroit's always weird. Detroit's Detroit. Detroit, yeah. So right. we, never know, quarter, quarter, we never know what's going to happen with them. Yeah. But on another note, and I know this makes me sound like, as one of our listeners, another Mike wants to call me, I'm a homer. I love the Bears. I love everything in Chicago. Absolutely, yeah. I am a homer. I do say this. But with that being said, this is a legitimate statement. I don't know what the Packers are doing. They mm-hmm. signed Jimmy Graham. And they got rid of Jordy Nelson. They got rid of Jordy Nelson. And win now with Jimmy Graham? You think Jimmy Graham's going to bring him to the promise line? I don't know, man. I don't even know. Like, the way they looked last year. So what are they doing? Rebuilding? I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what they're doing. can't rebuild with Aaron Rodgers. I think finally finally they're in a little bit of turmoil. But here's the thing, like, we just talked about the quarterbacks, right? Right. Giving, like, out of the four quarterbacks, like Mr. Bisky is the worst. I, I'm not putting the Bears like above like any of those three teams. I'm, I'm not. I'm thinking. Like, I think like Aaron Rodgers, you, know you can never doubt him. Like here's he probably thing. you might have like worse like players around him, but just Aaron Rodgers at the end of the day, here's the he'll thing. somehow if, roll if, them to win. If everything is is everyone's healthy, yes, we are finishing last. But yeah, that is, this can happen, happen. And I just I just feel like the Packers are. The Packers in Detroit are, are you know, wild card where they – you just don't know if they're going to be good. Okay. You assume they're going to be good because their quarterbacks are very good quarterbacks, but you don't know. Like, if, if, Aaron, if, if Aaron Rodgers wasn't on the Packers, and then we'll wrap it up after this. Yeah. If Aaron – he is, so you can't say that he's That's not. That's exactly why but, I don't but, count but, him out. But, him. but it, you can't yeah. ever count him out because of Aaron Rodgers. Yep. But the fact of the matter is, if they didn't have him, they would fucking Oh, yeah. No, I absolutely agree with that. I think everyone agrees with that. All right, next hot topic. uh, We'll move on to the association. LeBron, self-proclaimed MVP. Like, he was asked earlier in the week, I think, like, who do you want for the MVP? He's like, I'm voting for myself, right? Uh, We have exactly. LeBron James said, and I don't know why this is controversial. I feel that this is good for him topic, but he said, LeBron James said when asked about it. Yeah, obviously you do. LeBron James said, I would vote for me. He says, the body of work, how I'm doing it, What's been happening with our team all year long? How we've got so many injuries and things of that nature, guys in and out, to be able to still keep things afloat, I would definitely vote for me. Do you, right, what, do you what, think what, that's braggadocious? Do you think that's legitimate? Cause apparently has something to say. No, no, here's the thing. I don't think 
if you are the best player, you need to tell everyone else you're the best player. Like your your body of work. Like did Michael Jordan walk around being like, "I'm the best, I'm the best"? No. Like you just know you know you're the best player. No, but here's and the you thing: you establish there. No, the best. But, but if who are you who are you trying to justify an award? Well, because he's asking for an award. He's well, like, I'll tell you Give this. Give me this award. I'll tell you this, and That's I he's from. asking for it. If he's saying, I gotta vote for myself because I'm the one who should be MVP. Dude, thinks he deserves it. That's an award. It's an award. Though, I, right? I, will, I, I will say this it's though. Not the no, I will it's say that. I will say that. I think Quasi's right, <laughs> and I think that you're right at the same point because here's the thing: LeBron's so fucking good at this point that it's almost like people forget that he's a nominee to get the award. Like, you have to look to someone else, like James Harden's having a good year, or you have to look to Russell Westbrook, or you have to do whatever. The MVP is the most valuable player. LeBron is clearly the most valuable player in this league. There is no other team. He's on Cleveland. He's right. They are fucking terrible. They are terrible. And without LeBron, they're not going anywhere. But because of one player, because of LeBron, they are legitimate contenders to go to the championship. You can't just put James Harden on any team in the league and say, "Yeah, you can go to the championship." You yeah, can't put it's, anyone. It's, I think the problem. I think the problem with the. MVP, I feel like sometimes because th- he's so good, he's right that he may get discount, like discredited. Because well, I, I think the problem is he's he's so good that it's like okay, yeah, you're you're expect like you set a bar where you're always expected to be that high. It's like it's here's the problem is. Like, we're like, no matter where, he, he'll leave and he'll go somewhere, right? Fuck it. He could go to Charlotte, and then the minute he goes to Charlotte, we already call them uh, Eastern Conference Finals. Or he West could Conference. easily, if he went right. to Charlotte, they'd easily be. Right, but that's a, that's. A I'm thing. saying he could come to Chicago, <laughs> yeah. right. and we would thing. be in it. We're the worst. Right, that's the thing. I think that's the problem, is like, people are like, okay, well... You are the best. We want to move on to the next person because we want to see who's really valued. But what's wrong with him stop calling himself MVP though? Do you do you, do you think that what is you, wrong with that? I I think he is. I mean, he's right. What's what is wrong with what he said? Because I think I think you're the best because you, like if you're the best, you don't need to tell people you're the best. Right. So you're that's your best. problem. Like, but he is MVP you, though. All right. Let me ask you a question. I, what I say? Do, do you have a problem? Do you have a problem with? Sister Jean of Loyola, that she <laughs> that she did just listen that she, she did she no she did not idea. pick she did not pick Loyola to go to the championship. No, I think no, she no, was no, being real. She was being real. So LeBron is being real too. How was yeah, so how do you have a problem with LeBron picking yeah, himself? I, we all know he's the best. So he knows he's but the we best all know too. He's, but we also all know he's not going to get the award because they're going to give it to someone. But I'm also kind of confused, Quasi. Like, you say you're coming around to LeBron now. I, I don't I know am, how... What, am, whatever I you said in the last five minutes, like... I am slightly... Like, I, hey, it's a slow process. I didn't say it. But, like, like I don't know what you said in the last five minutes. It's like, Philadelphia. It's Philadelphia. You got you to gotta believe in the process. But I don't, around, I don't know process. what you said in the last five minutes that, like, made me convinced, like, you came around. I just... I, what did you say in the last five minutes? Okay, okay. First of all, I don't, like need, I, don't need, I don't need him to come around to LeBron. <laughs> Like, LeBron can go fuck himself, too. <laughs> I know, like, I know. Wait, but wait, he is so okay, great, though. Okay. Also, he's, okay. He's the best. Here, here's, let me give you an example. I think this is similar. An example of how you came around. No, no, no. I want to hear that. I think that. this is similar. I think this is a similar thing that's... No, I want to hear how you came around to LeBron. Like, I, come, I, coming around, or coming I, around I am I am starting to be... How? That's what I want to hear. I, I don't I don't rip on him as much as I used to. 
Dude is getting I, older I, and having the best year of his career right I now. I am giving him credit for being as good as he is. Okay, let's see your example. But here's here's an example that is kind of similar that we were just talking about not too long ago. Michael Jordan, an amazing defender, right? An amazing defender. If he wanted to shut somebody down, he shut them down yeah. without a doubt. How many times did he win Defensive Player of the Year? He just won it one time. Right. And there's no way he was the best defenseman of that year. I think at some point he said – We're like, also living in a completely guys, different age. No, though, but I think at like, some point – here's what I think. Honestly, what what I believe – Hey, no but, one but, but, but No, but the, but the, know, other, the other thing is, I, has James Harden ever won an MVP? No, no. he has not. Right, so it's at the same time, it's, it's the same time he's been doing this year and year and year again. What has James Harden got to do to win a fucking MVP? Right. The problem LeBron is, has to be out of the league. LeBron's got to be out of the league. I agree. But I think that's a pr- what I think is people are like, LeBron has set a standard, and they're like, unless he does something that is so amazing, we're not going to give it to him. We're going to give it to like Harden. So here's, a, here's a question for you. Th- this just reminds me of like, when an actor this no this reminds me of when an actor wins best actor of the year the year after he should have won the award right this happens all the time like daniel day lewis was bill the butcher in gangs of new york badass movie okay everyone knew he was the best actor he didn't win that year so the next year they gave it to him for there will be blood yes which that movie was fucking weird Okay, it's like it's like just or or like Leonardo DiCaprio. Leonardo DiCaprio has been in a lot of fucking good movies, The Departed, and all these other movies. And they gave it to him for that weird movie with the bear. That movie was not good. Because you know what I think? Revenant. I think there's there's this just weird. I think there's a lot of weird voting stigma, which I don't care for. I will say this: Is LeBron having a, an amazing year at his age? Yes, yes. Is he? The most valuable person? Yes, you could. But like the thing is, you could put him anywhere, and he will make that team better, without a doubt. Right? He is the MVP of any team, and I think writers are just like, okay, well, I could give it to this guy, but I'll just give it to this guy every year. So you're so, saying he is a dick for nominating himself? I think you're a dick if it's like if you nominate yourself, because then you are just like, you're just you're just humble bragging, like. Oh, yeah, I'm the best player. We all know you're the best player. Without a doubt, I will admit, I'm not a LeBron fan, but I will admit, he is the best player in the NBA. You, you, it's on tape. So your problem so, was like just like him. Yeah, just him so you, you, like. Let me ask you this. Jordan. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. I, Let me I, ask I agree this. with that. Let me ask you this. If, um, I don't know who's uh, the, the, the biggest purveyor of podcasts in the country. Let's say. If Barstool Sports, okay. first sports cops, right. uh, sports podcast, came in here and said, we have a contract for one of you, who do you think should be nominated? I mean, I know who I would nominate. I know who I would nominate. Yeah. It uh, would be myself for personal yeah, reasons. Exactly. And look, I think everybody would agree on this uh, podcast. Yeah, I got no problem with you being nominated. No, I'm not. I guess well, I'm going against you, the fact that you came in and said it's me. Yeah. Well, I think that's just. You, would you not say it's you? No, I wouldn't. No. You wouldn't nominate yourself. I know. No. I know my place here. I know who's the best. <laughs> I know who's the best. Yeah, yeah. Here's the difference. Here's the difference. Would you not? Would you not nominate yourself? No. Well, now I just sound like a huge dick for bringing <laughs> exactly. this whole thing up. Exactly. Uh, oh, God. Yeah. I, I agree. LeBron's a dick. <laughs> he should just shut up. 
<laughs> oh my God, I was wrong this yeah, whole see, time. But that's that. I think I that's, thought we were all voting for ourselves. <laughs> no, here's okay. We gotta take a break. Wait, do we? Have I got, like a... Wait, wait, wait. I got one more point, and I got, we gotta take a break because we were. Oh, listen, cut you in with this topic, though. Yeah. Here's the thing. I think the difference is like, Digis and I, similar to like, not to put us in a category, but like the the greats know they're good and they just deal with that, right? Like. You don't go and tell people you're good. Why do you tell people you're good? Then you're just trying to push yourself up. If you're good, and you know, anybody on the street, you could say, hey, who's LeBron James? They'll be like, the best basketball player in the NBA, right? He's already good. He doesn't need to go and say, hey, I am the best. That's the problem. Let's you. take a quick break because we've been talking this for a while. I prove myself. Come back. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know what? I'd be disappointed if you didn't say you're the best. Yeah, yeah. I'd be yes, disappointed. Well, I, I proved well, myself so many wrong in so many ways. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Let's stop talking. <laughs> Too many bears. Bears. All right, we're back. Uh, let's finish out our uh, H-Rex Hot Topics. H-Rex Hot Topics. Uh, we'll do with baseball talk, all right? Uh, obviously, opening day starting tomorrow. Cubby's opening day tomorrow. Yeah, who do you guys play? Uh, are we playing the Marlins? You guys are playing the Marlins. We're playing the Marlins. You had to question. You don't even know who the fuck <laughs> you're playing. We're playing the Marlins. I was right on the answer. Is it here? Uh, well, you had to, you know, it's in Florida. It's like, in Florida. We're both playing teams the open up on the road. Yep. Uh, White Sox open up against the Royals in Kansas City. Uh, so, I mean, opening day. Everybody's fucking excited about opening one day. 1-0 and 0-1-1. 1-0 oh, Cubbies, 0-1-1 oh, Sox. So, Blue Jays oh, open in, in, in the uh, New York, just because just you fuckers didn't acknowledge it. New York Mets, Yankees? No, Yankees. Yankees, okay. Uh, oh, so you guys are signed First things first. 0-1-1, 0-1-1, Cubbies, 1-0. and All right, fuck all that, but, like, I have a question for you all guys. Right. Uh, it's an odd way to start out the year starting on a Thursday and, yeah, like, and like, before April 1st, too, like... How do you guys feel about that? I it doesn't matter to you. Actually, I was just curious. You never care about April baseball. Well, yeah, I was just curious because doesn't it usually starts on a Sunday with the World Series champs, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know. It's Fuck, a, sports seasons take forever. It's a it's a little <laughs> more exciting to start like on a like maybe on a Sunday with the the World Series champs, but you know what? I think everyone's ready for baseball to get started. Well, so, I got, I have no playoff. Playoff sports in Chicago, so yes, I was very excited for baseball to start. I am very excited. Agree. So. Well, <laughs> welcome back to playoff sports, buddy. The Cubs are in town. Okay. We'll um, quick prediction: like obviously the Cubs are the favorites in the in the in the town right here. What was the number of wins? Over ninety. Okay. Someone on the ESPN radio predicted one hundred and five wins today. One hundred and five. Wow! Really? Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, like, regular season wins over 90. Like, at this point, this is how much I love the Cubs is that I just know that we're going to make the playoffs. So I don't even really care. I want us to, like, show good promise and see a lot of good things going on during the season. I already know we're going to make the playoffs, and I'm just already waiting for them right now. Okay. Nice. <laughs> you're, you're like, 162, fuck the 162. Let's just go play. Um, I got a question. You do, uh, yeah. I know. What? Yeah, ask your question. Um, MLB put out the uh, top pitching rotations, 
Astros number one, Indians number two, Cubs number three, Nationals number four, D-backs number five. Um, thoughts thoughts on that? Um, well, we already argued about this over text like earlier in the week, but yeah. I know Nucci has strong opinions about Cubs being below the Indians. You want to make your argument right now? I'm just going to say, you can't ever put the Cubs below the Indians. Yeah, but have the, Why? Okay, the Why? Cubs, what the is Cubs your argument? Why Dar- not? The Cubs have added Darvish, but I think they're... they're but what has Darvish done to prove? Well, like, here's the thing. The I think... I think the what Cubs has Cleveland have, done to prove that they can beat us? But the Cubs don't have a Nothing. closer, right? Is that the big... That's that's that's, that's the, the one. It's a complete rotation. Mark. It's not like only like starting rotation. It's like completely. I, I will agree so? with. I will. The only reason I'm I'm partially agreeing with Nucci is the Cubs added Darvish. I don't know who Cleveland added. I don't know what made Cleveland the second best. Like Houston, Houston added Garrett Cole, and that dude was pretty good in Pittsburgh. So Houston, I Houston is stacked. I understand. Well, what what makes you, you think? What makes anyone think? That Cleveland, because of their pitching staff, can beat us. I I, I think your Cubs argument was from two years ago, like yeah, when Cubs Cleveland is, lost. But like last year, clearly Cleveland had a better like pitching staff, and they continue with that. Cubs, their bullpen completely choked. Like you haven't proved anything with that. Like yes, is, is you added to your starting rotation. Cleveland make it last year in the playoffs. I mean, yes, they didn't win, win it at all. But did they add someone? That's my see. Here's no, the thing. they didn't add anyone. Here's the thing. In my opinion, the Cubs. You know what? The Cubs starting five is pretty solid. This but is then all. That's where that's where a, I lose it. You know what? This is this is all a fine and well argument. But the fact of the matter is, we're in the argument. Yes. And that's all that that matters is that if you're in the argument, that means that people think that you're going to go to the playoffs and you have a shot to win the World Series. Okay. And that's so all I want to be argument. Wait. So this is all with, done. With, with, with that, the Blue Jays are in the, the argument. The Blue Jays are so in the argument, too. They're the top ten. They gave number ten, which I will say, as a loyal Blue Jays I was surprised. Fan, I was shocked. Wait, I, where, where are you? Where are the Blue 10. Jays? Number ten. Huh? I, I will take, the argument, though. Congratulations. I will take the Cracking tenth, the top ten. I will take the tenth best pitcher rotation. If that's what they're saying, I looked at it. Even Blue Jay fans commented, we're number ten. Okay. I, we I have want, a chance now, yeah. <laughs> like, I will go with that. I will go Thanks. with that. I I am shocked. The 10th actually, like, it links you guys fourth in the AL, I believe, on the list. Oh, I, I got a yeah. question I got a question for you as a Sox fan. A yeah. lot of people are – a lot of, like, the newspapers and everything, and I actually don't agree with them, are predicting the Sox to be one of the worst teams in the league. This is not me saying this. Oh, this yeah. is, I, think, I think they're a wild This is a lot of – No, I don't – I, I, think I they're, they're, I don't agree with you, Quasi. I do not think they're going to be. They they predicted. Uh, I, was it the Tribune or another one said that they were going to be the s- second to last team in the league? No, so like, no. here's here's what is Vegas predict. Vegas is predicting 72 wins, right? And a lot of the publications are predicting under that. They're they're saying like Sox will be 67, 65 to 67 wins or whatever. So your average is 68 wins and under. Uh, that's what a lot of people are predicting. I'm hoping for more like a 77 to 80 win team. I think they'll be. I but I know why. It's because a lot of our younger guys are not starting out the year in oh. in the major leagues. Like Yolo Jimenez, he's starting in the minor leagues. Michael Kopech oh. starting in the minor leagues. James Shields is your opening day starter. There's no way you can be a legitimate no team. No good. 
Exactly. No good. There's he no was way, getting rocked. Yeah, there's no way you could be he's a legitimate baseball out there. team with he's James getting, Shields if, starting. If you're getting rocked you in preseason, might, uh, you might turn around. No. The only hope for the only hope for he might. He's not, he's, not, he's not just not doing Listen, okay. He's getting rocked out Bartolo there. Bartolo Colon is still pitching. Oh, my God. Like, like, don't compare James Shields to Bartolo Colon, no, I'm dude. Saying, I'm saying stranger things have happened. I'm saying... Okay, but here's the only hope White Sox fans have with James Shields, right? Somehow Don Cooper turns him around. And the wild card... Which, he which he's been known for. And today. yes, he has been known for that. At the All-Star game, they trade him away to get some prospects. So but, you're already looking to the next year? Oh, we already been looking towards next year. I just hope like improvement of over last year. Like, I think like when Eloy really? comes up in June, when Eloy and Michael Kopech and everybody what, what comes is, up, what is the, I am shocked. the I am shocked. what is the pulse of the Sox fan on Eloy Jimenez? Like, what are you guys hoping we, for him to be? We fleece the Cubs. That's that's the pulse. Because of him? Because of him. So you're you're really Who, counting on him to be real good. We're counting him as the next Babe Ruth on the south side. All right, it's uh, and like everything he's shown. It's a tall order. Everything he's shown. But he's not starting. Every in well, the majors. There's with a you reason. Year. There's a reason for that. It's the same reason. Starting. It's the same reason Chris Bryant didn't start out with you guys a few years oh, ago. Contract. It's the same reason. It's, contract. Contract. it's the same reason. Yeah. Same so fucking reason. Keep under that. Uh, you want to keep him uh, under your control as long as you possibly can. Yeah, it's a smart. It's a smart move. Ooh, as so much as yeah. I think it's like, like that. That that year garbage. you weren't saying like Chris Bryant was garbage. Like you just you just had to do it just because you want to buy more contractually. Yeah, and like I think everybody on the south side is excited about Eloy. They think he's like the best prospect in in the White Sox system. Like I think HVAC he's not here, but he'd agree with that too. No, I agree. I mean, you definitely took our best prospect out of there, yep. and and we got. Uh, obviously, pitching out of it, which we needed. Yep. So, it was a. It was a. We'll, I mean, the we'll Cubs see, needed a, like a pitching and like so whatever. You guys that, how do you think uh, Quintana's going to do it? Yeah. Yeah. How do you, how do you think he's going to do? Because I think like I, I think said, he's like, fine. I didn't I think feel he like did, a lot of like Cub I, fan friends are not sold on Quintana. I no, I think he was fine. I didn't think he did bad at all last year. I think he did just fine. Yeah. I think he's going to do good again. I mean, anytime you can add a really starting pitcher to your. You think Line he's a number one? Yeah, I think he's number one. Yeah, I think he can go as a number one. I think you know what he he's got the talent. That Honestly, you're he, the first Cub fan I heard like where you actually admitted he 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 has a chance to be number one. Why like, wouldn't he? Like a lot of I, I feel like a lot of the Cub fans I talk to, they think he's like a number three. Like two Ooh, to three, really? like every, two and a half to three. Yeah. You know what? Everyone wants to. Just downplay him. Like I don't think he's that bad. I think he, he, the more confidence he builds, like he's proven that he can be a good pitcher. The more confidence he builds, the better he can be. I think he can definitely be a number Honestly, one. Honestly, I'm rooting for the guy. I love the guy. He's such a humble guy. He is like really talented. I think he's like like one or two, definitely in the rotation. So I'm hoping he works out for you guys. I think he will. I just, you know what? I thought I thought it was a good trade when it was made originally. Yeah, I think it's still and a good I trade. I think it's still a good trade. For the next, right now. next three or four years, it's still a good trade. Agreed. Yeah. All right. Anything else? That's we it. wrapped up on baseball. Uh, actually, I do have one. Le- how much? What, what time are we at? We're at one o two. Because we'll finish your last thought. We'll take a quick break and then we'll wrap up with the onion. All right. Series. One last topic. Did you guys see like uh, Albert Bell? Oh, yes, Albert Bell. Albert Bell. Looks like shit. Dude, if I saw him, like, if I saw the paper without, like, a caption on there, 
You would not I know. would never fucking recognize Albert Bell. No. Like, anyway, just give a background. Albert Bell was recently arrested for uh, indecent exposure out in Arizona after like, a baseball game. Spring oh, training for game. indecent exposure? Yeah. I thought he got in a fight. No, no. he was like, <laughs> no, was he was worse. pissing in the parking lot, and then, like, someone called him out on it. He turned around, like, exposing his genitals. Man, you're pretty. And, like, talking trash. Dude, dude, dude. All right, so this is how stories end up being a lot worse than they are. You're taking a piss, someone calls you an asshole, and you turn. And all of a sudden, you're exposing but your But he was also, he was also like, flaunting he was, it, though. Well, he wasn't we just whipping around like a helicopter. <laughs> he was, he was he taking was. a piss, he man. Was. Yeah, but he wasn't pissing in the corner. He was pissing in, like, in the middle of the parking door lot. of a parking lot. In the middle of the parking lot. Like, he opened Next to the a door, door of a car? He opened yeah. the door and he was pissing. No, that's a classic move. <laughs> I know. But Open the door of a car and piss in by In the middle it. of a parking lot when everybody's is walking it a cl- is it, That's a classic move in your parking lot. That, are you guys serious? I, I don't want to incriminate myself on sports court here. But, like, <laughs> Listen, dude, we're, if we're you're well in a crowded... Aware, we're well aware that... You, you cracked it. You open the door and you take a piss by the door like you're yeah, standing you there. Everyone do it, does you that. You don't do it when a thousand people are walking by. Of course you do. You, if you're in a... <laughs> that's where, you, where are you going to piss if there's a thousand people walking by? There's a porta potty somewhere in the fucking lot. What dude? if the porta potty is fucking stacked? Listen, you listen, open the here's door. The thing. If you were Albert Bell... You should have a good amount of money where you can walk up to a... Does a good amount of money make you able to piss better in a parking lot? No, no it you doesn't. Can walk up to a, if you're Albert Bell, I would think if he was in Cleveland, maybe? Dude, I, I can't think of where I, I feel like I feel like... You can walk into I, a bar and be like, I'm Albert Bell. I need he's not even close to a bar, though. You're, that's you're like, at, that's also dude, if you are in the South Lot, <laughs> this Listen, is a... No, no, hold on. You are justifying You're in the South Lot. Yeah, if you're, the, you're no, of course. If you're in the South Lot at a Bears tailgate, and we all know that fucking porta potty gets fucking poor, slammed, okay. I am a, and there's I like am, whatever, they're, 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 you're, you're slammed. <laughs> you're, like that porta potty gets slammed. You're in a South Lot at a Bears tailgate. Let's say it's a good game. It's packed. You not crack the door open? Maybe. Here's what he should have done. And act like you're. Here's, here's what there. he should have done. He should just finish being. Put his pants back on. I want to ask Al. Should we yeah. get him on here? Yeah. Al. <laughs> <laughs> he, should have, he should have finished being, put his pants back on, and, like, not say anything else. <laughs> we got to wrap this up. Yeah. Okay. That's what he should have done. That was the last hot topic. Let's take one quick break, wrap up with uh, onions, raisins, and try and see if we can keep this under an hour and 20. <laughs> what do we got? Hour five. Okay. <laughs> Too many bears. Bears. A lot of. UG quasi indigents. All right, we're back with some onions and raisins. Uh, Nucci, why don't you go first? All right, all right, all right. Well, I'm going to give my onions award to an unlikely candidate yep. coming from me. But I'm actually going to give my Onions Award to the Chicago White Sox. Wow. What? Wow. <laughs> what? We, wow. May, we may have to stop recording. I know. Uh, I, yeah. think, uh, I think Dan just fell over. <laughs> he, uh, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. we got to give him some wow. jar. All right. Okay, okay. What's the reason? Like he's bad. The White Sox had an employee uh, oh, probably right. like 20 years ago that got uh, – wrongly convicted of rape and thrown in jail for the past 20 years he was finally cleared he did not do the crime he got out and you know what he came out 
after 20 years of jail, and the White Sox hired him right back, gave him the mm -hmm. same job right out of jail. Yep. Uh, did not give him you know, a any ground's problem. Crew guy, yep. He's a grounds crew guy. And uh, that dude, if anybody, deserves not just a second chance, but, you know, a good chance. So good good for the White Sox for uh, nice. giving nice. Their, their, that dude his job back. Okay. Nice. And um, the Raisins, the Raisins I'm going to give to – the University of Virginia. You <laughs> fucking bums. <laughs> UM, it was busted. <laughs> UM, UMBC. What does that even stand for? University oh, of yeah. Maryland, oh, Baltimore County. Yeah, that is a junior college you lost to. You lost to a junior college. You are number one seed. That was you rough. will get that roasted. Rough. Don't think you won't go down that in time for not being the worst one seed in the history of the NCAA tournament, you fucking bums. <laughs> All right. Uh, am I going next, Quasi? Yes, yes. All right. Uh, both of my onions and raisins are, like, related to Loyola basketball. Oh, of course, yeah. Uh, my onions obviously go to Loyola basketball. Like, fucking, like, first time in 33 years they made the tournament. Like, they're doing Chicago proud right now. Absolutely proud. And like they do everyone it. in Chicago is pumped up about the except Loyola for Quasi. Yeah. You know what? Wait, wait. We, right. had this, we had this argument off air. I wasn't pumped up mainly because Illinois sports. I I tend to put my heart in it, and it just pisses me off. So I I didn't get involved, and now out of sports superstition, I've chosen not to get involved. And all right, and I'm, then I'm just they're, saying, they're except just for Quasi, everyone else is like listen, uh, excited about Loyola basketball. They get to the finals. I will be I will be there Monday. Well, actually, I got a hockey game that I gotta go play. But oh, jeez. Uh, all right, all right. Anyway, it's like, a playoff game. It's a playoff but game. But they deserve big time blooming onions from Chicago. They do. Yes. Let's yes. go Ramblers. Uh, 11, Let's go Ramblers. Eleven seed get this far. Always deserves some love. All right, uh, my raisins actually go to Stephen A. Smith. Well, first of all, Dude. first of all, he if we had a wall of raisins. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> It'd be him and Skip Bayless or one and two. So, oh, dude. so yes, yes. Well, what Just he the had hanging to, wall of raisins. What he yes. had to say what about Loyola say? basketball and oh, mid majors. What did he he's say? like, oh, he's like, man. the Final Four should be about the blue bloods. Like everybody wants to see the big players or whatever. No, nope, like no one wants to see the fucking mid majors. That's what you have, March Madness. No, like, no one wants to see the fucking mid majors. Yeah, that's it's what literally what why you have March Madness because anything can happen. That's what he was with you. He was like, no one wants to see Loyola Chicago. I'm like, dude, fuck you, man. Like everybody wants to see Loyola Chicago. This is exactly what the tournament is about. That's what Cinderella teams are about. Yeah, I know. He's like, he's like the final four. No one wants to see Loyola yeah. Chicago. Like everybody wants to see the Duke, Villanova, Kansas. Why don't you, go, why don't you and go Floyd Mayweather go hang out and beat yeah. some women together, you ah. fucking assholes? <laughs> <laughs> uh, of course. Uh, yeah. Uh, so okay, uh, for my uh, onions, um, I had a, uh, I had a historical one. Um, actually, I got two. I want to give uh, two. Yeah, yeah. I want to give onions to, uh, to. Uh, Lyndon B. Johnson, the president, uh, because I was just listening to a podcast. Wait, wait, wait. <coughs> wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. Wait, wait. I think I heard you wrong. Wait, wait. wait he wait. said Lyndon B. Johnson. Here's, 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 here's why. Because that dude was so hardcore. If he was if he was chewing you out and he needed to take a shit, he would go to the bathroom and leave the door open and just ridicule you while you were taking a shit. I, I got to give you onions for that. That That's problem. 
But, but how just, the fuck did you come up with that though? That's listen, what we're trying to wonder. I was listening to a podcast. Okay. Hey, it's all about podcast love. Um, but my my other onions, my more important, more relevant. Lucci onions, looks baffled. Right my under, more important. It goes to Vladimir Vladimir Guerrero Jr., uh, Blue Jay uh, prospect. He uh, the Blue Jays were playing in Montreal. Uh, first of all, they let him wear twenty seven for his dad. And then to top it off, to almost be like a perfect end to a story, that dude hits a blast of a home run in the ninth, uh, game two, to win it with a walk-off. It was just, I mean, you can't script that any better. Uh, It was pretty awesome to see. I look forward to the Blue Jay future. I know some, some players have expressed they want those guys in the league now. We are, we are stacking uh, all-star children. We have uh, Guerrero Jr., we have Bichette, uh, and we have Biggio. I am sure we will draft Holiday when he is available. Um, but, yeah, I want to give him that uh, for the uh, Onions. Just and drafting the children of Holiday. <laughs> <laughs> and Lucy yeah. is so baffled by Linda. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, and, uh, is that Ladybird? <laughs> no, 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 and raisins. Uh, I don't really have bird. any raisins. I'm gonna give it to Stephen A. Smith. Like, also, I'm gonna ju- I'm gonna jump on the digits. Uh, I'm gonna jump you on. You can't the- just not come up with an award. This is our job. You can't just not come up with an award and just take someone's jo- award. No, no, I I'm agreeing with it. Like, you the thing. What did you? No, you clearly did not have raisins before. <laughs> oh. What are you calling me out? Okay, then then I didn't either. I didn't either. I literally made one up, and it worked that second. Uh, I don't really have a good set of rate. I haven't been looking at sports. Listen, for him to not understand what March Madness is about the Cinderella teams beating it, yeah, it's brutal. That is beyond. That is brutal. That is, yes, yes. Okay. Fine. We gotta wrap this up. We're at a we're at an hour and hour and fifteen. We're wrapping it up. Yeah, yeah, we're just wrapping it up. Yeah. I'm calling it. I'm calling it. We're calling Let's it. Call it. Yeah. Uh, thanks for listening to episode forty-seven. Thanks to Trevor Hoffman. Yes, forty-seven. I'm pass the mic. Thanks for Trevor Hoffman, not the pitcher from San Diego, the basketball player from Kent State. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Facebook at PTM Chicago. And whenever you tweet or message us, don't forget to hashtag Fuck Joe Buck and PTM Sports Court. Because we will take your court to case. Uh, case to court. Case to court. <laughs> 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 it's been a long day. It